It is 2953 of the Third Age. Erebor has been reclaimed. Saron has fled from Mirkwood into Mordor to begin his pursuit for the One Dream. And the last meeting of the White Council has tasked Gildor and Glorian with assembling a fellowship to stop Umbarian pirates from assembling ancient artifacts from a Second Age prophecy. Join the players of this Adventures of Middle-Earth Dungeons and Dragons campaign as they unravel the mysteries of the prophecy. Welcome to Arda in part one of the Inglorian Bastards trilogy, Search for Tor Arasia. All right, all right, Burn, um, so it's Burn's turn. So the Angmar soldier that you had been chasing and who you're guessing is going to alert people uh, ran uh, up, straight like north, and then you see the soldiers sort of not paying attention to you guarding the gate uh, at, the, at the south. Where we go? No, we got to get the gate open for the for the gold. Uh, what you call it, army? The cold fell. Uh, that's cold what we're in here for, right? Cold fell. Right. Are we still technically in combat? Yeah. Or can we just sneak up to them somehow? We're in combat. Dude, the gate's to the south, right? So we have to open yep. it for the cold fell army. Yep. I'll go south to try to open the gate. All right. Um, go ahead and do uh, a stealth. Uh, I'm going to say that's they're occupied. So I'm going to say that's good. Um, I'm going to move back to the top of the staircase um, and just and, and just get ready to shoot down to the north. <clears throat> I'm sort of covering our back here, I think. So, for you? All right. I'm uh, similarly going to uh, stay where I am in case the people come from the north, but I'm going to take a shot at one of these soldiers. To the south? Yeah. I'll shoot number one. Why not? All right. So, guess what? They know you're here now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Marco yeah. shot them in the back. Yeah, you get him. You get him like right into my shoulder blade or something. I hit one. If you guys want a tag team, get one. Okay. If I haven't get to something before it's yeah, dead, Anglin's gonna, gonna fire a shot at number one. Oh, sweet! <laughs> Clip the back of my head. <laughs> no, you don't hit. You don't hit him. All right, man. That's real. Uh, if I drop my sword, how much does it take to pick it back up? An action. An action. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna drop my sword for a sec. And uh, shoot at um, shoot at number one. The fourteen hit. I believe it just barely hits. I mean, yep, it hits. All right, so ten you damage. ten damage. All right, you almost take him down. Not quite. So, uh, so they're turning around now. They're starting to pay more attention. It's his turn, and he sees Burn coming closer to him. All right, man, it's, <laughs> Burn, it's Burn's turn. Speak of the devil. Yay! I get to attack something finally. All right, so I'm gonna walk up on this dude here. Go into Battle Fury mode. Take a whack. Give her a whack. That is some fierce text. <sighs> All right, man. Um, you chop his head off. <laughs> nice. He's like That's he's coming at you. Like, we'll say uh, he can't quite raise his axe up um, full height because of the arrow stuck in his his shoulder blade. So he can't parry. You just like whoosh, chop it clean off. Beautiful. And I give the next guy like the I'm I'm watching you coming for you next. (laughs) (laughs) As his buddy's head rolls down the hallway. You actually see him do something where he's not his turn. It will be his turn after Riken, but he's not drawing his he's like not picking up his axe to attack. He's actually moving to unlock the gate. Wait, what? From he's like, F this, I want to surrender. The dwarf isn't going to let me live. But, uh, you actually can keep moving if you want. You only use, like, five feet of movement. Uh, I'll move up a little bit further. All right, Riken. Um, I guess these guys that are from behind us are not not quite here yet. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of still keep my eye on what's behind us, but uh, I guess I'll move back down to floor level. Um, 
Let's see here. I guess I could. Uh, what do you think? Should we shoot this guy before he unlocks the door, or, or should we should let him be? I, I could take a shot at him from here too. I'm gonna keep keep uh, my high ground up here so I can see what's coming in. <clears throat> uh, take a shot at number two. See how it goes. Big oh, money, hey. no no whammies. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, uh, all right. So you take a shot at him, and you, you're like, "What the hell is he doing?" And uh, the shot goes like out between the gate, and he opens the gate, and this thing lands. Awesome! <laughs> and you're like, "Oh!" And going so, like, "Oh, oh my!" Since my shot went out the gate, did I hit him? No, no. <laughs> so, it could be the best miss in the in the history of gaming. Okay, thirty. Oh uh, yeah, we're shooting the full beast. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you got him. So, uh, so six damage too. Okay, um, glan- like glances off of him. Like doesn't doesn't look like it actually does much. Felby's paper cut. Go ahead, Anglin. You can go. Okay. Uh, yeah, I would take a I would take a shot at him. The beat. Yeah, go for it. That's gonna miss actually. All right. Glances off of his thick hide. <laughs> yeah, something, something like that. You probably do hit him, um, but it doesn't hit him any place that does damage. So, you guys, around the corner, these two guys come down. Ah, okay. <laughs> yep, here we go. God, it's a good old-fashioned fuck fest. Yeah, we're, we're pinned in now. Yeah. All right, and now, they don't really get to attack. So, Tesla, you can go. You're, uh, you have your bow in your hand, if I remember correctly. Okay, um, I'm, I turn around quickly, and I see these guys, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot at number four. Okay, you nail him. Oh wow! Fifteen damage. All right, you you actually get him like let's say like like in the hip or something. You get him uh, in a really meaty spot. That looks like it hurts him. That was number four, right? Yeah. All right, nice shot. <laughs> Ironically, they're doing the most damage. <laughs> right. I'm a little hobbit. Yeah. All right, the fell beast pushes, folds his wings in, and pushes him himself uh, into the room. He's gonna go straight at Burin. Oh boy! <laughs> Bring it. So let's see. He will do a bite. And this one's gonna hurt Burin. Good thing you're raging. <laughs> Armor class seventeen. All right. You um. So he bites at you. He just comes right in and bites at you for thirteen damage. Um. Oh, also, that's not the only turn he can take. <laughs> he he lets out a cry, and I need everybody to make a DC fourteen wisdom save. Angolan's like, bitch, I ain't worried. Josh <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't either. Yeah, I look unimpressed. Okay, <clears throat> am I? Right? What's the, what's the range of it? Does it hit all of us, or it is a range of yeah, yeah, yeah. It hits you. Um. So, is that Marco and Murrin? I'm sorry, uh, Marco and Spriggs are, are both frightened for 30 minutes. Oof. Frightened. So I can't attack it then, right? I have to run away? You can reroll on your next turn if you want. Frightened. Uh, frightened creature has disadvantage on attack rolls, yep. Okay. And you can't willingly move closer. I mean, if I can stay where I am, I'll just stay here just so he doesn't get any closer to the group. Okay. They're all Yeah, I mean, you're, you're guess, I mean, you can't really get any closer, so. Yeah, I'm like in his face. Uh, yeah, so he hits you with a bite. Well, it, not if I move uh, I don't move away, right? He doesn't attack. Oh, that's right. Yep, yep, sorry. Thank you for... Very good. <laughs> I don't want to take yes. any unneeded damage. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're good. All right, so you stay there, and it's Riken's turn. Uh, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn, uh, turn back up and start shooting these guys. Uh, up north because um, we're going to be engaged with them pretty pretty quickly here. Okay. Uh, 
Anybody have any objections to that? I suppose that's not a very good team. I'm going to shoot at three. Oh, I missed. Anyway, here we All go. Right. All right. Back Angle. in the slump again. <laughs> All right. So that soldier's not going to do anything. So it's Anglin's turn. Uh, Anglin's going to shoot at the beast again. All right. And he still sucks. Oh, man. <clears throat> yep. Carried you. I'm frightened, right? Yeah, so basically, if it's in your line of sight, you have disadvantage. It doesn't matter who you're attacking. But if you turn around and are going the other direction, I'll say you won't have disadvantage. Okay, turn around. <laughs> I drop my bow, uh, and I take out my two broadswords. Oh, sorry, they're scimitars, or whatever they are. Yeah, scimitars. Ooh, that's cool. So I can, uh, so I have the weapon fighting, so I'm going to take two swings at that guy. Okay. 13. Two misses. Two misses. So you guys, you hear uh, a shout of charge from behind you, and you see ton of the cold fell soldiers. I'm not going to put them all in here, but there's just like a mass of people attacking the felbies from behind. Boy. Now, that, now that the gates opened. All right. So guys, in front of you, um, they're going to go on the same turn order. So Marco, they're both going to attack you. Okay. 15. All right, both are going to hit. So they're attacking. They're attacking with. Uh, they actually both make. So the first one hits you twice. Oh man! And the second one crit fails. Um, so let's see. Damage wise, take. Oh shit! That's good damage. You take uh, 14 damage. Okay. Ooh. Where's the healer? Agamemnon, you on? You on this? <laughs> I don't think I can get to him though. Yep, that's true. Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna move a little bit closer this way. I'm going to shoot number four again with my short bow. All right. Which one, do you, which one do you hit? Number four. You take him down. Yeah. Nice. Nice. 18 damage. Can anyone beat it from the <laughs> Hobbit? <laughs> yeah. All right, Burin. Uh, the fell beast is actually, when they, he hears the charge, he's actually going to turn around and start focusing his attention down here. Uh, and so he's going to charge these guys. What happened to number two? He's still there. He stepped out of the way so the Felbies could come in. Okay, so he's on uh, turn order four? Yes, yes he is. Oh. And it's Burns turn. Alright, so considering the Felbies turned around, I'm going to use Reckless Attack, which gives me advantage, which will cancel out. Oh, I can't move near him. Um, do I have any throwing weapons? I got a hand axe. I can throw a hand axe, right? You have, yeah. to, drop, you have to drop your other axe, probably. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I'm just gonna stay where I am. It'll take me three turns to get to the other people, so... You wanna ready an action or something? Yeah, I'll just ready a swing, and I'll do my wisdom save. I'm gonna uh, order Bear to attack number three, um, in hopes that maybe I can help make him not engage Faradir. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> so you can give disadvantage. Alright. Um, so you can do the help, uh, the help action. Okay, cool. Alright, and it's this guy's turn. He's gonna charge, he's gonna charge Burn. And he's going to swing it in. Does that trigger the readied action? Yes, it does. It's a readied action. Bird said he's going to stand here and hit the next person that comes to him. Oh. All right. All right. Six damage. You hit him. And he hits you for four damage. Anglin, you're up. Hey, Anglin's going to sprint up towards um, Fair Deer. And then he can't touch him this turn, but next turn. He gonna touch the shit out of him. <laughs> oh, he gonna right. touch the shit out of him. <laughs> well, it's, it's turn. I think uh, you could use an action to parry. If I'm, I've never used that action, but um, let me see. Oh, he already dashed as an action? No, no, Faradir. Um, can I not attack? 
You can, but what I was suggesting is like using like a defensive because you're not gonna you're not gonna kill him, right? Nobody's right. hit him yet. Probably not. Yeah, I'll attack him. All right, you get him with one though, so that's eight damage. All right, nicely done. All right, and it's his turn. Well, guess what he's gonna do? <laughs> uh, he's gonna attack you, Faradir, and one hit. Remember, he has disadvantage because the other dog picked the help action. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh wait, does the uh, does the help action give me advantage or does it give him disadvantage? It's whatever he wants. I, so, I say um, I say him disadvantage because I said the I said the dog to tackle him basically. Okay. Which swing? First or second swing? Moment of truth. Wait, I have to pick which swing. I sent a giant dog to jump on him. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You give him disadvantage on one of his attacks. So which which will it be? Oh man, this is this is really suspenseful. I guess <laughs> I, I guess I, I guess I pick the second one. All right, he misses. All right. <laughs> I, don't, well, I don't like this game. It's too <laughs> too risky. Yeah, that was no, that was more fun to do it. <laughs> yeah, it was certainly more tense. <laughs> I liked it. It was good, fun. Tessero, you're up. Let's take let's take this guy down and finish him. All right, I'm gonna short pull this guy again. All right. Bam! Sneak attack. Bam! <laughs> Nineteen damage. All right, you kill him. You no, oh my god! It's almost cheerful. <laughs> nice job. Is that I, broken? I mean, no, it's not broken. I killed three his, of these guys. Well, his, <laughs> well, his sneak well, attack. He got tall hobbit. He got two. Oh, it's because of your advantage, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's because he can have a sneak attack every day. That's huge. Well, I mean, so even if he didn't have advantage, he, he can use sneak attack against anyone who's adjacent to one of us. Right, within five feet. Yep. Yeah. Alright, guys. So, we're going to be out of combat here for... Uh, few minutes of, of wrap up stuff let's do let's do some peaceful music <laughs> anyone's gonna go ahead and heal um so you guys are gonna basically spend the night yeah we'll get a chance um so you guys can use you'll get a rest which means you can use like your hit dice um uh, and if you have any sort of cultural or racial things that will let you heal go ahead and do that explain real quick y'all can roll an extra hit die plus your constitution modifier without spending a hit die because of one of my abilities when we rest so and an additional 1d6 because of one of my abilities <clears throat> there you go wait i'm confused why we're resting isn't there like a fell beast in front of us yeah so we're, we're just we're, we're, we're gonna wrap this up i'm gonna okay. i was gonna summarize um so yeah so the the cold fell army charges in from the south and basically um fights the fell beast off it kind of flies away um, and they'll come in, and you guys will will save, uh, or you, you'll go into this room over on the right. I'll just say you find them here, and you'll see a ranger who Marco recognizes as Halbarad. Um, and you guys, you guys would know him from the from the lore as the person who rounds up the rangers to bring them to the aid of Gondor during the uh, the Return of the King. Okay, Halbarad, um, he tells you like, you know, thank goodness you've come. We we knew that you were on the way. You just missed the Umbarian soldiers they somehow knew of a secret item that was kept here at this fortress and has been kept here for for uh, thousands of years um, and and they made off with with that item hmm. what is it? anyone have any ideas it's probably one of the four sides of the diamond I imagine <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know how these puzzles work <laughs> does, it, does anyone have that open? Uh, let's see. Are they with just an object or something? Terradon's wager. Uh, that which burns inside us all. No. That which has escaped the void. And that which has the greatest gift of them all. What is this? The, this is the key? Um, the fiery star escaped the hidden city. Um, so... 
so he says um, there was an ancient sword had come from from the west that before the flood um, it, it, um, there was a sword that, that was made of black metal um, and uh, they, they called it um, the fiery star alright so yeah that's the top one it's the top point on the star abandoned on the island set in the shadow of the misty mountains sounds like that yeah <clears throat> is this the island um, you show Habarad the, the thing and he said yeah I, I would guess that this is the place that, that's referenced there um, so these 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 soldiers uh, have the palantiri and the um, the sword, whatever it is. Hmm. That's two of four. We're 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 losing here. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, he said basically um, he's pretty sure uh, just based on the position of the rest of the rangers that they're not going to Angmar. Um, let me share a map with you all. So you're at Hordale right now, um, and if you look, the area directly east of you. There's a there's there's a pass through the Misty Mountains called the Bitter Stairs, and there's a path to the north through Eridor's End that kind of borders on Angmar, um, and it's it would be even more cold than the Misty Mountains this time of year. Um, but that's that's the path that they took. They went through Eridor's End, possibly because there's more allies there. Uh, is this part of your known lands now, Marco? Still? Uh, the Entmores are part of my known lands. All right, so. Let me share this, and you can decide to share this if you want. So, if you head east to the Bitter Stairs, um, they it would be an easier path, but you wouldn't be able to track them. You'd basically be coming out on the other side of the Misty Mountains, hoping that you could find them. Um, but you might be able to gain ground on them. Uh, actually, I already shared the Eridor with you. But if you go the Eridor's end route, you could actually track them, um, but it'd be harder going, and you think probably, like, it'd be more, like... Angmarian type people up there. Alright, so um, <coughs> yeah, I guess I, I say that. I, I say we could go th- we could take the perilous journey through Eridor's End and I have a pretty good uh, chance of being able to track them, but um, that place is perilous and you know, kind of shitty in general. <laughs> or we could make our way across the mountains by a safer path and hope to cut them off, but it's not guaranteed. Does anybody have their Gundabad as the um, known lands? I'm the only class that has known lands. Okay, I'll take that as a no. What is, uh, <laughs> is it part of a different region? Gundabad, yeah. It's, it's on the other side of the Misty Mounds. So if you guys want to share that with the group when you're discussing, because um, Gundabad comes up. Yeah. Um, so basically, I would you know, kind of say, like, uh, well, Gundabad is uh, an orc stronghold um, in the Misty Mountains, and um, it's it's been very active as of late, so so trekking through that path could be dangerous for us. Which path? Uh, following in their footsteps. Eridor's end. Yep. Yeah, sorry, I closed my map. Just Sounds like a bad option, then. <laughs> we can track them, though. Basically says that you would almost certainly run into trouble. I'm a little bit concerned about... about La, you know, losing track of them. Um, I guess we could gain time on them if we go the other way, but yeah. I, don't know. I do have advantage on all tracking. Uh, so, I mean, chances are that if we follow directly in their footsteps, I'll be able to track them down. The question is, do we want to put up with the extra danger of it? Would we be able to catch up with them, though? Uh, I think that's a question for Jared. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I mean, I, I can't really answer that. Um, you, you would. If you followed behind them, you would certainly have a better sense of where they are and what pace they're going at, um, and you probably would probably have a better chance to catch them. However, 
um, if you go the faster route, um, it's possible that you could kind of surprise them on the other side. I mean, it's you might miss them entirely. They might they might go straight to Gundabad, in, in which case you'd be trailing behind them again as they're heading north to Gundabad on the other side of the Misty Mountains. <clears throat> My vote's for the mountains. Which one? Eridor's End to the north or the Bitter Stair? Um, Marco, do you want to share anything about the Bitter Stair? So that's where the, the, the River Buenin starts and... Uh... There used to be a dragon there, but there's definitely not a dragon there anymore. Uh, How positive of that are you? Well, pretty positive. <laughs> uh, um, maybe. 15%. <laughs> Becoming less and less as the DM smirks. Uh, so, 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 so let me get this straight. To the north, we have an orc stronghold. Known quantity. So, uh, to the, to the so east, we have a possible dragon. I, uh, yeah, I guess my vote... I'll, I'll, I'll cast my vote. My vote is that the heroic thing would be to take the dangerous route because it guaranteed us close proximity to our target. Yeah, that, ultimately, uh, my character wouldn't care. He would just want you all to know of the danger. He would just... <laughs> when he heard that... Oh, yeah. Would he not care or would he want to see the danger? <clears throat> Uh, he really wouldn't care, honestly. He's, I mean, he's interested in finding the seeing stone, so whatever gets him to that point, he's pretty much cool with. What about, um, uh, you know, the, the mention of Gundabad, um, for, for the dwarf, um, or possibly for even Marco's character, the Dunedain, um, you know, the place is called Eridor's End. This is his grandfather, a place where his, uh, his, probably his grandfather died, right? I mean, so, you guys have any feelings on that? Uh, I mean, it's in the mountains, and it's you know the supposed place where you know, the dwarfs were first awakened. Though so, I don't, I don't think everyone knows that. You want to share that bit of knowledge? Yeah. So, um, the father of the oldest fathers of dwarves were all awoken in Mount Gundabad. They all woke there, and then uh, shortly after the awakening, when the elves were born uh, or awakened, uh, we were pushed south due to uh, the orc invasion away from Mount Gundabad. Um, yeah, slight, clar- slight clarification to that. Um, so Durin was the only one that was born in Mount Gundabad. He's the father of all the, Durin the Deathless, they call him. Um, and he, the, the, you're right, the dwarves were all born in mountains, like awakened in mountains. Though this marks the end of the episode, the road goes ever on. Until next time, join us at longwinded.one and consider giving us a review on Apple Music, Spotify, or really whichever platform you choose.